Ladies and gentlemen, this show is brought to you exclusively by the Reality Check Podcast Network. Everybody, this is Stan Wangland, and welcome to Just Thinking. How are you doing today? Are you living in a part of the country where it's sunny and warm, and you're by the beach, by the shore, wiggling your toes in the sand? Well, I'm not, and I'm glad because what a beautiful, beautiful, fantastic day it is in upstate New York, where I guess we're supposed to be in the middle of a huge snowstorm,、uh, Ezekiel. And it's just a regular old snowstorm, left about a little over a foot of snow, and、uh, it was wet and icy and everything else like that. But、uh, man, it was just gorgeous. I spent most of the day, you know, snow blowing and、uh, you know removing snow from my deck and stuff like that. But it, it was actually great being out there in、um, the weather. It wasn't like bitterly cold,、um, and、uh, it was beautiful. It was dangerous driving for a while, but everybody got the roads taken care of pretty pretty quickly and.、Uh, You know, you just hunker down for a few hours and do what you have to do, and then then things are、um, pretty much back to normal. But、uh, it wasn't that way in the news. 
uh, you know, and for, for the holiday season, I, I've, you know, I, I'm always looking at news reports and things to do shows on or things I'm researching or things I'm thinking about. And I like to find odd pieces of news uh, or unusual pieces of news to, to sometimes, uh, you know, do shows on. A lot of them are funny. Uh, some of them are pathetic and, uh, you know, quite disturbing, uh, like the... Uh, like the article, like the news that I alluded to uh, in uh, the show today about um, Walmart, how wonderful they are to their uh, workers there, allowing them to have 10% and 15% discounts uh, within the store when they're working holidays instead of paying them time and a half. Oh my God! I mean, how awful can can you be? And I was talking about how it's like the company store, but. Today, uh, I, you know, there are so many strange stories in the news as I was looking for them because, uh, you know, I was outside most of the day and doing a lot of other things. And um, I had some ideas for a show that I wanted to do and then just didn't feel like doing that. It was kind of a political show and I, I really didn't want to get into that uh, right now. And I said, I, I want to get into some other things. And then as I'm looking around, <laughs> some of the things uh, that are out there are, are just, I guess it's in the psychobabble zone or strange stories in the news, I think I'll call this. But some of the stuff <laughs> is uh, really, really, um, you know, hard to believe. I'll start with one political thing. And I guess I can't laugh about it because it's absolutely dreadful. And it's uh, the president, I guess, you know, ridiculing uh, one of the FBI lawyers or agents or, uh, you know, one of the people who had some negative things to say about him in the Mueller investigation while she was working for the government and uh, was having an affair. And he was uh, kind of like mocking or imitating her sounds of having an orgasm. Just the president of the friggin' United States. It's like, holy Jesus. Is there anything that this guy won't do? Or, uh, you know, or Republicans supporting him won't, won't do. I mean, it's, it, it goes beyond shameless. It, it goes beyond idiotic. Uh, you know, and it's, it's one of those strange stories in the news. It's not, it's, it's not political, even though it is political. It's just absurd. And then as I was having my morning coffee before I went out to, to go play in the snow, I'm listening to people with a poll from Republicans. I have to give you a second uh, political one, but it's it's political, but it's it's not really, even though it is. I, it, it, it's 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 more about how friggin stupid people are. And this isn't a question of opinion. It's just absolute st stupidity. Uh, with people and uh, Republicans have taken a poll and fit by 53 to I think it's 47 or 49 percent. But I know the 53 percent is accurate. Say that President Trump is a greater president than President Lincoln, than Abraham Lincoln. You know, the guy who was president during the Civil War, for those of you who may not be, uh, you know, up on your history. Uh, uh, those kinds of things. And I actually have to say that in, in, in the show here because if when Jay Leno or Jimmy Fallon or the other people have done it, Jimmy Kimmel, the, you know, Jay Leno used to go jaywalking and ask people about, you know, the, the Civil War. When was that? And people would say 1925 or whatever. Uh, but 
thinking that President Trump is a greater president than Abraham Lincoln, you know, the Emancipation Proclamation, the Gettysburg Address, president during the Civil War. Uh, I mean, you go on and on and on freeing the slaves uh, in America, you know, whoa, uh, just craziness. Uh, and all the other presidents since Lincoln, with the exception of Ronald Reagan. So if you have like a faith uh, and want to say, well, you know, people are intelligent people and they just, uh, you know, have a different opinion. It's like, whoa, I, I don't want to be insulting to anybody. But man, like, where, where are your brain cells on that one? But you're, you're entitled to your opinion, I'm sure. What has this guy done to, to, to rival up there with Lincoln? But who knows? So I guess that started me off on a strange news uh, then I saw, you know, I, I guess it wasn't so much strange, but very pathetic news in, in the sense that uh, Colin Kaepernick, uh, I guess, you know, can't get a job still after pulling his stunt uh, with his, um, you know, his comeback uh, trial that he did a few weeks ago. I did a show on that. And I guess one of the teams in the NFL went to a fourth, a, a fourth round, uh, you know, uh, substitute a quarterback rather than hire him. So, you know, talk about a wake-up call. I mean, it's like he's poison. I don't know whether it's based on ability from the from the leagues. I mean, from what I saw, he just looked like he was throwing passes. It didn't look like anything outstanding, but then I'm not a football, you know, expert uh, coach. But uh, that was kind of crazy. And then I guess he he was back to – he was celebrating an unthanksgiving with American Indians – so, uh, you know, to uh, to continue fighting against America and uh, whatever. And it's like, hey, you know, that's his right. That's anybody's right uh, to do those things. Uh, but it's like, man, that's what we need. Uh, a little more divisiveness, uh, that kind of stuff. On a crazier note, uh, I thought it was kind of funny and... Uh, I thought I was seeing things, and, and, and then it says on December 6th, they're releasing uh, a, uh, an album, uh, CD or, you know, a music uh, book of lullabies with Snoop Dogg songs. You know, the rapper Snoop Dogg. They've took, taken his songs, his many of his hits, and they've converted them to uh you know th those you know his songs to lullabies and <laughs> i i've got i've got a couple of them here and i have to kind of move the mic around here so i hope you can hear them and he, he, see if you know which one this is so you're gonna wet your pants when you listen to this who am i what's my name the little snoop dog now they're very low with the little thing there. Okay. Uh, here's Young and Wild and Free. To a lullaby, to your little baby. So you got Who Am I, What's My Name to Little Baby, Young, Wild and Free. How about this one, Gin and Juice. Here's a little lullaby, gin and juice from Snoop Dogg for your kid. Whoa. Not too strange, huh? 
How about this one? All little babies like this. Drop it like it's hot. Uh, I don't know about you, man. Do you feel like you're in the fucking twilight zone or what? But we have to say uh, track number six, Snoop's Upside Your Head. How's that sound? Isn't that a nice Christmas gift for the, um, for your, uh, I don't know, your son-in-law or daughter-in-law, you know, for their new baby or something like that, you know, for your grandkid. And of course, he's got his other favorites that all little infants like uh, in uh, this kind of uh, lullaby music, Lalo. Trust me, uh, the infamous California roll, <laughs> Jesus, slow down. And, uh, you know, what would it be for uh, a, a little, uh, an infant without this song from Snoop? Sensual Seduction. There you go. A little sensual seduction from Snoop Dogg. And finally, you've got Doggy Dog World. How's that? Guys like that? Just when you think you've heard it all, there's Snoop Dogg lullabies. Isn't that nice? Isn't that wonderful? You know, I guess you know, we, can, we can get some of the old hardcore stuff from Cypress Hills for the kids, for the infants, you know? and do that kind of stuff. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I guess I'm, uh, some, I'm going to have to say to myself, okay, boomer. <laughs> There's another one that doesn't bother me at all. Man. Okay. Boomer like that. Like I'm supposed to get all upset about that. Not, uh, there you go. There's a strange, uh, that's, uh, I, I thought that was kind of cute with Snoop Dogg. Uh, you know, and uh, I'm going to do a show on CBD uh, oils and things like that. Everybody keeps, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not calling it a gateway drug or anything bad or uh, necessarily. But, man, uh, you know, people start or to start like reading some of the research on that shit when they're uh, I was at Christmas shopping and I was just in a, a gift shop and they've got all the CBD products with huge uh, price tags on it. And if you do the research from the uh, you know, National Institute of Health or the CDC or other places, Stanford University, anybody's been checking this stuff out. Hey, man, yeah, there's some good things. If you've got epilepsy, there's some good things. If you get some anxiety, whatever. Uh, but also nine of the 14 drugs, uh, nine of the 14 uh, cannabinoids that they studied in Europe just a little, in 2018 to see if they were the same you know, potency is on the label. They weren't. They all varied. So you don't even know what you're getting half the time. It's not regulated because it's not a controlled substance. So there you go, man. Why, why did I throw that in as a strange thing? Well, I don't know. You know, maybe that's the next thing for little kids. You know, just give them a little CBD oil uh, while they listen to Snoop Dogg. <laughs> what do you think? Well, there was somebody uh, in the news, a reporter, and it's my last strange story 
uh, from the Washington Post. I think this is a bogus one where the person themselves likes it, to be honest. But, you know, it's that kind of stuff. I, I think that's why I brought up the CBD oil. Everybody says, you know, CBD oil, it's, you know, it's good for everything. It's good for everything. It's good. Well, no, it's not really good for everything. Uh, at least that's what the science seems to show with what I'm looking. It's good for many things, but not for everything and may even be harmful in certain areas uh, because it interacts with other things. Um, but that's another whole show. But obviously, Tom Hanks has a winner with his movie, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. And you know, I've done a show on Mr. Rogers, who I always found was very creepy to me, although he was a wonderful person. And people who love him, love him. People like me who found him as a creepazoid just are uncomfortable with him. However, in... Uh, the Washington Post article from November 27th, uh, yeah, uh, you know, which is just a couple of days ago, uh, it, it, there's an article by Mary Flum Peterson who talks about what happened when I showed vintage Mr. Rogers to my 21st century kids. It's, a, it's in the parenting section uh, of the Washington Post. And I think it's uh, kind of bogus, uh, to be honest. But if you look at the article and you listen to her, you know, she was wanted to do um, uh, a research and an article on Mr. Rogers. And she said there's a lot of talk about Mr. Rogers these days. And, you know, uh, she didn't want to show it to her kids because she thought that these were from a bygone era. And Mr. Rogers, you know, even though she loved the series and it's appreciated by adults, it would never fly with uh, with young kids. And she's saying that, uh, oh, that assumption was wrong. I'm the parent of four young children and I was stunned to learn Mr. Rogers' style and message is shockingly appreciated by the children of today. Uh, and she said she made the discovery about 18 months ago when she was assigned to produce this national television segment on Mr. Rogers. Um, and there was a new documentary coming out then called Won't You Be My Neighbor? Okay. And she had to put together like a tape spot highlighting the best moments of the show. So she had, a, she had to really watch like hundreds of these shows. And instead of, um, you know, showing them to the kids, according to her in the article, she'd lock herself in the bedroom and binge on the Mr. Rogers neighborhood shows. Why? Because she had, her and her husband had already shown her kids E.T. and Footloose with Kevin Bacon and some other films, you know, that they thought were great. And the kids said, hey, come on, these are boring. They're slow moving, whatever. And they kind of mocked them. So they didn't want to show uh, the kids. But she says, uh, you know, she also said that she had showed the music like vintage Madonna that they found was boring. They thought Bruce, Spring Bruce, Bruce Springsteen was grandpa music. I totally agree on all that stuff. And she was kind of crushed uh, and didn't want to show them. But she says that she was watching Mr. Rogers in the room when her youngest daughter came in and then said, Mommy, if you believe this, man, you'll believe anything. That's it's another strange, nutty story here. This is, I do not believe this one. Just, just the wording alone. Mommy asked my young daughter, who is that nice man? It's like when you read one of these ghost stories, right? Who is that man over there? He's smiling at me. Oh, he has a funny face. Come on. It's mommy's friend, Fred, I explained. 
Come on. Is, is that what, is that who you think Mr. Rogers is? Your friend? He's your personal friend? You know, do you have a screw loose in your head, man? You know, I know that's a nice picture. I know he's a wonderful person. He's not your friend. Okay, he's a nice guy. He's a wonderful entertainer. He's somebody you like on a show. He's not your, you know him? Are you eating at his house? Dinner? If he was alive? <laughs> my Lord, I'm losing my mind. I'm, I'm okay, Boomer. I'm telling myself this. I like his voice, said my seven-year-old son. Y you really do? I would take him to a psychiatrist if he does, but that's um, well, that, that's not right. And this is where I start to find it. I'm, I, I don't believe it. I like his clothes. <laughs> what would you like about Mr. Rogers' clothes? What, what, what would a little kid like about his clothes? Are these like kids who want to be victimized by somebody or what? Come on now. Can we watch this with you, my son asked. I was skeptical, and so it began. I held my breath, waiting for them to tell me the episode was too slow, or them to abandon ship, but they didn't do anything. They didn't do anything like that. And then eventually, even the older boys joined us. The kids all had questions about Mr. Rogers, including the ones I used to ask as a kid. Why does he go to that house for a show, then leave? Does he have a second house somewhere? Does Mr. Rogers' house have a bedroom or at least a bathroom? Uh, interesting questions, huh? Does Mr. Rogers have to report to, to prison on the weekends or what? What is going on in this world? <laughs> And then it says, as a family, we continued the, uh, the Mr. Rogers Marathon the next day. And even after my tape spot had been cut and my oldest two boys were intrigued by trolley. Now, do you believe that shit? Any, anybody who's seen this, they were intrigued by trolley. Come on, man. Even in my day when I was a kid and watched that, that was old fashioned. And the neighborhood of make-believe. And, and the kids liked it because they described it as trippy. Maybe these kids were listening to the lullabies from Snoop Dogg and, and, and smoking some dope or, or doing CB, doing THC, that kind of cabinet. Anyway, my youngest two kids started pulling up old episodes on, my, on their iPad and my laptop, creating a playlist and ranking their favorites. Here we come into the 21st century. They shushed the other family members, uh, members when they, they did it. They were interested in Mr. Rogers himself. They loved it when he showed them how something worked and especially loved it when he fed the fish. Now, you're going to tell me in the 21st century with all the stuff that's on television, all the, the computer graphics, all the things these kids have. I'm being serious. I know that kids will like simple things, blowing stuff up, playing things, you know, making things, banging pots, all that. But you're going to tell me that they found it fascinating when he went over to a goldfish bowl and took two pinches of goldfish food and sprinkled it in the water. Oh, like he was feeding Jaws or something. Come on. You know? And when the mother said, what do you, what do you like the most about Mr. Rogers? These little kids said to the mother which I find this hard to believe. Isn't it obvious? He likes kids, mommy. Kids know when a grown-up likes them. 
and he's not too loud. When we watch him, there's no noise. You don't have to worry about anything. Kind and calm. So that explained everything. In a world of so much chaos and noise, kids like calm sincerity. You know what I think? I think mom likes calm sincerity. And I think that's a made up story or that's a fabricated story or that's something uh, that um, I don't believe this, this one. I believe kids can like Mr. Rogers, some kids today, but I, I, I think the vast majority of them, they're not going to, they're not going to go for that anymore, you know, but uh, anyway, uh, she says the fall came after a while, you know, that they didn't have any more things. And then her kids came to her and said, uh, I think I want to visit your friend. My friend, I asked, confused, you know, the one who makes people feel better, the one with the fish. Can we snuggle and watch your friend, Fred? Now, do you believe that? Do you believe that, that this kid saw this show with Mr. Rogers and months later, after it was with the, with the, you know, with mom, that the kid believed that this was her friend, Fred Rogers, and, and they wanted to snuggle and watch him feed fish. It's a nice thought, but I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, I, what would what would the Snoop Dogg say about that? I think he'd say, "Trust me." See, that's his lullaby. Trust me. Oh my God, what a world! <laughs> well, folks, uh, I think uh, this. Uh, I, I enjoy doing this show uh, because I was incredulous over some of these things, whether it started with Donald Trump and some of his shenanigans to uh, Snoop Dogg lullabies. CBD oil uh, being touted as the uh, the be-all and end-all for everything. Colin Kaepernick uh, celebrating un-Thanksgiving. Uh, oh, there's so much more out there. And then it was highlighted for me with the, uh, the kids in the 21st century who just thought the make-believe neighborhood and trolley were trippy and just uh, wanted to snuggle with mom's friend, Fred. Yes, sir. Well, with that, I'm going to say so long, and I will catch you on tomorrow's show. Until then, place your order for the Snoop Dogg lullabies, man. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin. Please feel free to follow and subscribe on whichever podcasting service you use for your podcasting needs and give us a rating and review for Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin. And also you can check Stan out on Twitter. It's at S Wanglin. That's at S Wanglin. W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D on Twitter. And you can also follow all the great shows on the Reality Check Podcast Network on our Instagram page, Reality Check Podcast Network, or on our Twitter, at our podcast network on Twitter. And if you are interested in advertising or sponsoring your products, your services on this show, all you have to do is hit me up at wwrpodcast.com at gmail.com and find out about the great rates to advertise on shows like Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin and the many, many more great shows on the Reality Check 
Podcast Network. What's going on? You have John Wanglin, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at is Khabib Namagamadov versus George St. Pierre a reality? Why John Jones is such a disgrace to the UFC? We also have on WCW Monday Nitro Watch Along, and we take a look back at Triple H in his 25-year career in the WWE. So check out Wrestling With Reality on all major podcast outlets. Did you really think it was just guys that like to discuss and analyze wrestling? I'm here to tell you there's a new chick in town. My name is Sunny Salem, and I am the host of That's What She Said. Get a female perspective of all the ins and outs of the wrestling business today. But don't worry, this isn't no prissy princess show. I hold nothing back. Check out That's What She Said on all major streaming platforms.